0: Are you an entrepreneur, industry expert or influencer? Did you know that speaking is one of the highest paying professions in the world? Download my free PDF checklist now and you can learn how you can become a highly paid speaker. Go to jamieabbott.com forward slash speaker guide. Welcome to the Perfect Public Speaking Podcast, where you learn how to master your public speaking, how to become a paid speaker, and how to boost your business using public relations with your host, Jamie Abbott. My guest today is the lovely Haley Osborne. And Haley Osborne helps service based businesses become the number one in their local community, both online and offline, through her membership, Superhero Marketing. She is a multiple six figure marketing business coach and strategist, host of the Haley Osborne Show podcast speaker, and a mama bear of two young boys. We have that in common. And she has been featured in major publications and radio as well as a million podcasts including mine today Haley, welcome to perfect public speaking hi how are you thanks for having me (laughs) i'm so great you know you and i are an example of two people who haven't met in person and we just connected i think we really connected on instagram we've connected online you do marketing i do pr great synergies there. And for someone, for two people who would traditionally be competitors, we aren't. How does that work? How does that work in 2023? You know what?
1: I think it works just from the relationship that we've built. I can't wait to meet you in person, by the way, when I'm finished, like mama bearing little ones, I'm over there, (laughs) you know, and it, it works in synergy because, you know, I guess, you know, it's, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Two heads are better than one and sharing is caring. And these days, you know, what? it's just as much as you can educate your audience and bring on board like-minded and be surrounded by like-minded people. It's better for you, better for mindset, better for everything. You're better for me. (laughs) Keep it
0: coming. Keep it coming. And so when you say go over there, of course, one thing that I didn't talk about in your bio was you are a South Australian girl, right? Yes.
1: Correct. Yeah. I'm based in South Australia. So, I, you know, things are a little bit far for me to just come on over and have a coffee, but it will be, um, you know, a destination to come and meet you and, you know, a few other amazing business owners. And yeah, I hope to do that. I'm hoping that by the end of this year. So as this is recording, we're at the beginning of 2023. So i Hope that I can come and meet you because we've been doing this back and forth for a little bit now. So it's long just, distance relationship. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Have you? Yeah. And like, I've met so many business owners that I've connected with online in person. And I never in my wildest dreams, starting out my marketing career, did I actually think that that was even a thing. And you'd have too. Mm.
0: Sorry. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, it's so funny. Before we hit record, we were talking about, got any questions prepared? <laughs> I'm like, no. Nah. Like, do you want any questions? You're like, no. Nah. We could just talk all day. But I guess we better, you know, take it into some sort of direction. So yes. where do I start? Where do I start? So I guess I'll ask you about the fact that you are a great example of someone who has transitioned from in-person service-based business to online. And what's that been like for you? Well, to
1: be honest, it was scary. It was really scary and it was challenging and it made me like reach outside my comfort zone, but I haven't looked back. Like I'm traditionally, I have a corporate background. So I started off, I have a marketing degree. I have all the things I've worked on some of the biggest brands in the world, you know, and that in itself, that that's a hard transition to go from, you know, that to running your own business to then creating an online Membership, so to speak, but a lot of learning. I love the, the, I think the ability to reach more people and have a bigger impact and share my message with a wider audience, because when you are face-to-face that really limited me to this state. Um, and you know, I have more to give. So that really was, um, and it you know what? We haven't met. We're not in the same state, but we've seen each other so many times on Zoom that I feel like, you know, you're here. (laughs) It's weird. So I think COVID was a big, um, I think, catalyst for allowing the online communities to come closer together through Zoom. And, you know, it's just, yeah, you have a bigger impact. And online courses are awesome. An awesome way if you're a consumer to learn, Cause you can sit in your pajamas and do it, mm. you know, like those that are part of your world that you're building. And same as mine, you know, the people that I work with, they are mums as well as running businesses. They do have a high workload, like personal and, and in business. And when you make it easy for someone that, you know, it increases their learning and learning is knowledge and knowledge is power. Yeah, so, absolutely. And I, I mean, speaking of.
0: Yeah, that's all right. No, no, I'm a, I'm a hand talker as well. I always say to my clients, don't try and stop that. Just keep it down low so we don't have yeah. to take away from our message. I'm always telling them that. Yeah, um, okay. So you picked on. Uh, picking up on a great point that you said there about being in your pajamas, because last time I was a guest on your podcast, I remember you doing the interview from your wardrobe. Yeah. (laughs) Do you still do that? sound. it It looks like a great setup you've got there now. I know. This is my
1: office. So this is my neon sign. So the neon plays a really big part in my brand. This bottom bit needs to be changed to my name because I did do a transition of my business over, it used to be called Social Soul, but as I grew and expanded that Brand didn't fit anymore because I wasn't really social. I, I'm a marketer. I'm a traditional marketer. I'm a modern marketer. I'm a digital marketer. So I changed my name over to Hayley Osborne, and it also changed for another reason. And as a marketer, um, and if you want to scale, and you're listening, and you're a business owner you really need to research your URLs. So is the .com available? Is the .au available? You want to work under a .com because that's global. This wasn't, and I didn't realize that. And, you know, as you grow in business, you learn. So that's my tip to you if you're out there and you, you know, are operating under a .au, um, just make sure that the .com is available. And also, I changed my business name over to Hayley Osborne because I do know that personal brands grow faster than um, brands. So if you want to grow fast and scale, operating under your personal
0: brand is a much faster way to do it. Yeah. Funny story. Before Mm. I had kids, when I was pregnant with each child, I actually checked that their domain name was available before I selected their name and I I bought them. I bought both their domains. Good for you. I think I paid for 10 years. That's awesome. Because they're going yeah. to be famous tennis players, right? So I needed to reserve the domain. That is, <laughs> the oh .com wasn't available. Let me write that to... down. <laughs> I need the .au. Because I wanted yeah. originally, like my other half surname is Bailey, and I wanted originally to call my first son George. But George Bailey is some famous golfer in the US or something. Uh, and so georgebailey.com was taken and it's, yeah, heavily used. <laughs> That's very strategic of you, Jamie. <laughs> I remember telling, I was at a business lunch and I was telling my table this story, and they looked at me as if I was an absolute freak. But no, it's quite clever,
1: really. Just let me write that down. Hold on
0: now, or remember it. I need to have a look at that. <laughs> um, speaking of online courses, you and I were launching at the same time in November last year. And gosh, what a roller coaster! You know, I, I love launching, but I also hate it. It is just, and I've done a lot of things in my career, but nothing compares to live launching. How do you find, and for those business owners listening, some have got courses, some of our audience have got courses and others are in, have a course in the works. What's your opinion about live launching as opposed to what we call evergreen when your course is available all the time? A limited launch is when you open and close the cart. Well, I do eight days, you do eight days as well. I think we did Tuesday to Tuesday. Um, in November, what are your thoughts on the live launching formula? And is that the way to go in the future?
1: I think that you do need to create a level of scarcity for your audience because that creates urgency and it makes them want to buy. And that as a business owner is important because, you know, when you've got evergreen, you're always open. So for those that are sitting on the fence and procrastinating, which is actually a lot of people, it's not going to work. So that is, I think for me, I prefer that. And also when the doors are closed, so when the doors are closed to my membership, it gives my, um, members an opportunity and I, I, you know, I give them all the love. So I'm not worried about bringing new people in. I'm worried about serving those that want me to teach them. And that I think is also really important. So you're not, um, your teaching isn't clouded by welcoming in new members. You're there to serve um, at that time. And, you know, I make it very clear when I'm teaching masterclasses or even when I've got the Q&A sessions that I do, through coaching is I've got on my whiteboard here. I have a huge annual planner and I know when I'm launching through the year. And so I let them know, guys, there's new people coming in in the next week. Um, And it's, it's transparent and it's nice. And, you know, they're ready to welcome. And, and it gives a bit of excitement as well, because the people that are already within your membership, who's coming in, who can I exchange business with what, you know, and so it's not just evergreen. And I think it's great. What it does for the nerves is something else, <laughs> I know, but I think if you have a strong mindset and you worked on that as you've grown your business and your, you know, career, I think that is the key to having a
0: successful launch as well and not getting too caught up in the numbers. Yeah. See, I have a membership now, the PR club and it's evergreen and so I feel like even right. though it's, it's just starting now and so I've got people jumping in for a founding members price and that's available to the end of March so but I feel like I'm in this launch now and I never expected to do that I thought it would be something people who join my paid to speak course it was part of my ascension model they would go into the PR club but now as I'm recording this I'm like in my PR club launch but there's no end in sight yeah. <laughs> well, 31st of March is when the price will go up to $1.97 a month it's 97 now and like that's a really weird position I have found myself in, didn't intend on doing this, but I've got a couple of deadlines. You know, we've got a bonus session with a um, a national um, news director. She oversees Austereo Southern Cross. If people jump in, they get a session with her. So that's creating that immediacy. But what do you say to people who who are like me, because this is new to me, to not have a a limited launch, it's open any time people to jump in. What tips can you give someone who has an evergreen membership like that?
1: Oh, you definitely need to have a strategy in place (laughs) because, and a strategy around content, right? So you've got your guest speaker at the moment. So, I mean, even with my, so my membership is called superhero marketing and I have a different strategy going in depending on the time of the year, because I think, you know, you need to spice it up and buy you, I guess, you know, you've got the, you need to have those pillars. Like when you have the end of um, the price rise, you've got a guest speaker coming in here. So what does that look like throughout the year for you? What kind of special things can you do to encourage people to join? So, That is a really good kind of carry on for what I wanted to come in and say around my three best local area marketing strategies. And this might help you too. So the first one is to develop a word of mouth strategy. So I think if you were to add that into your annual plan, if you are going to keep this evergreen and also who's to say that you have to do what you set out to do. You could decide that it's not evergreen and that doesn't work for you because you are the master of your business. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of business owners are stuck in no, but I've said this and now I have to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. how many times do you see people change, for example, their podcast name?
0: Yeah, yeah, right. You've been guilty of, haven't you, as well?
1: Not yet, but made me
0: think. I've changed my mind. I've changed it. Yeah.
1: But maybe it's not like the Haley Osborne show. Maybe it isn't the right name for my podcast. Maybe it's around being the superhero marketer in your local community, something like that right? So just because you make a decision to go evergreen with your course, it doesn't mean that you have to keep it either. But I do believe that you need to set up pillars in place throughout the year to create um, noise and excitement. I think that's really important. So one of them I think would be develop a word of mouth strategy. And this is for all business owners. So I think you need to think about where your current cost customers talk about you so that they can um, refer you on, right? Mm. And also think about what you can do to go the extra mile. This is the word of mouth, right? Be generous, be friendly, do things differently, um, exceed expectations, but you already do this. You already, like you are just a powerhouse. I watch you and I'm like, <laughs> I watch you when I'm breastfeeding my baby and I'm just like, man, Jamie, because that's when I do my most like Instagrammy things. I'm like, you are just setting the world on fire, girl. You should be so proud of everything that you've done. Um, oh, thank and, you. Thanks. You know, like PR, <laughs> I know there's marketing in PR and um, I would love to get you to come in to teach inside my membership because I feel like the members could really benefit from it. But it is definitely such an awesome way to get the word out about your business, but Mm. you've got to know how to do it. Like, I use my hands a lot, but okay. I won't. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, little absolutely. things like that, you've yeah. got heaps of tips and tricks that I wouldn't even know. And on the flip <laughs> side, me as a marketer, again, I have I think differently. So I've got other things that I could help you with. So, you know, as a business owner, definitely, I think upskilling, you know, with yourself or myself, <laughs> not <laughs> is such a, a great way to, I guess, um, traject quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think you need to do things differently. So those kind of points, like, how can you then, what kind of triggers have you got to, um, that come to life that you could plug into your evergreen model to keep people interested? Cause you don't want to get boring
0: when it's evergreen.
1: So you want to keep like momentum and excitement Mm. go up unexpectedly. I don't know, but I did have an example. So as a digital, um, product and a digital course creator, There is someone called um, Mel Brown. She's a money expert and she runs the financial adulting plan. And I've just watched her close out her course. And if you want to create a word of mouth strategy, but you are a digital um, creator, it could be a little bit harder for you to do that, right? Because you think, oh yeah, but hang on, how do I do that? So she closed it out, but she's about to send out 25 packets of Hague's chocolate frogs to 25 random people that signed up for her um, course. That is so great. Imagine if you received a packet of chocolate frogs, hopefully they're not melted, in the mail. Like I would feel amazing, and that's just an example of how you could create a word of mouth strategy. Mm, I love that. Especially Hague's, you being in Adelaide, oh you God. know, that's home yeah. to the Hague's chocolate. Love I know. Them. Love them. In my yeah. um, old corporate life, I did a photo shoot at the back of their factory and it was quite epic actually. I came out feeling quite sick because <laughs> I ate too much chocolate, but it was, yeah,
0: it's pretty cool. Yeah, so the yeah, chocolate is amazing. Yeah. That's really great. I love so many tips there. I'm with my PR club. I've, I've mapped out, I'm not sure if you've seen, but I've mapped out every month as yes. a different topic, uh, which is great. But I love the idea that you can change your mind. So I might close the doors and say, we're not taking any more members until October, but then, you know, I'm still planning to launch my pay to speak course. I don't know if I could. there's only so much of live launches you can do, but I love that advice though, that you can change your mind at any time. That's a really, really great piece of advice, especially for online course creators.
1: Yeah. And when you're mm-hmm. running a business and you're it, as in you might have people that help you, but you're the the chief, right? So yeah. you've got to be bold enough to make those decisions. And also remember that nothing's forever. Exactly. You can be nimble about anything that you touch. Um, I guess, yeah, with with that word of mouth, the idea is to get people to remember you. So how you go off with a bang, get creative. Yeah. (laughs) And then if you're a bricks and mortar store and you're listening to this and you're like, hang on, yeah, but I need an example for me, you could actually create something in store or have like a neon or a throne or something where people can sit on and like take selfies and share it with their audience and tag you. And that kind of creates, Oh, did you see what she did? She's got this thing in her shop and you should go and have a look and la la la. So what does that look like? What kind of magic could you create as a destination within your store to get people in? So you don't seem salesy, but you are, you know, building that word of mouth, that awareness, that chatter, which
0: I love yeah, love it. All right, before I let you go, what's your number one tip for business owners when it comes to marketing? Is there a number one tip or is there not? A um yes, all? there's no,
1: there's but I have heaps of number one tips, but I could if I could say one thing, it's give your audience what they want for free, right? And yeah. when I say that, I mean in exchange for their name and their email. That's my number one tip because that's your golden nugget, right? You don't own your social media platforms right? Their third party. So they might, you know, what if Mark Zuckerberg decides to shut it off? You're in all sorts of trouble if you haven't given what they, given your audience what they want for free. So the idea with that is you move people over and offline for their email, and then you have a warm audience, right? So the people that do hand over their precious golden nuggets, cause you know, we don't give them away for free anymore. They want to hear from you. So uh, I, Ideally, everyone that signs up from you is a customer. And before you've even gone out to your cold audience, which is your socials, to sell whatever it is that you're selling, you should have sold out through your email list, really. That's the way it should go because they are people that want to hear from you. That's my number one piece of advice. I have heaps, but, you know, that's my number one piece of advice and spice it up. I love that. And
0: if people want to get in touch with you, if they want to know more or they want something for free from you, (laughs) how can people get in touch with you?
1: I have a free resource um, which covers off what I've spoken about with you, Jamie, and it's the 10 essentials every local area marketing plan needs checklist. And if you want to find me, I'm at Haley K. Osborne on Instagram and O-S-B-O-R-N-E. And that's where I hang out the most. If you just look for my name, you should find me if I've done my job right as a marketer.
0: And I'll link it in the show notes as well. Thank you. Haley Osborne, thank you so much for coming on today to Perfect Public Speaking. Always great to chat to you and have you in my online universe. And uh, yeah, thanks again. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for listening. You're on the way to Perfect Public Speaking with Jamie Abbott. If you loved this episode, please share it on social media with your friends and tag us at Jamie Abbott. You can check out Jamie's free resources and courses at jamieabbott.com.